What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast. That's right, two episodes in, and we're already changing the name, but that's because, Casino, I discovered something, which is we're the only sports podcast on the web. Uh, they did. They do it on TV. They do it on the radio. They've never thought of doing a sports podcast. We're the first <laughs> one and only. Who would have guessed it? But I'm Will. That's Casino. How you doing today, Casino? Pretty good. I'm just going to let my dog take over uh, for this meeting because uh, for this podcast, because apparently my dog probably knows much as I do about football. Yeah, um, dude, week, week one was rough <laughs> for our picks. Like the like, let's just start off. What is your like most shocking week one result? Do you think just um, looking at all the slates? I'll, I'll give you an option. Uh, the Browns beating the Panthers. The Bears beating the Niners, the Steelers beating the Bengals, or the Giants beating the Titans. I think that's all the ones that are like, quote unquote, shocking. I think it might be for me, Giants beating that's, the Titans. That's going to be one for me because I, like, again, Giants, I thought was going to be the worst team in the league. Um, come to find out it's my team, but... <laughs> Oh, um, we will get to your team. Oh, yeah, I'm sure we will. Uh, no, but Giants beating the Titans, like, and, and you know what? I don't feel so bad because I, I looked at a lot of, like, these professional picks from, you know. And everybody fucking had the Titans. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. like, And so I don't I don't feel bad for having so many wrong. Um, yeah, so, considering how many other professionals uh, had, uh, had these things wrong as well. But, um, yeah, no, I think the Giants winning was – I was a little flabbergasted about that one. I think uh, that I think that one is the most egregious because at least with the Niners Bear game, like the weather was so shit in that game. Like I still don't know if the Bears are that good or the 49ers are that bad. It just seemed like one of those weather games where weather played much a much bigger factor than I think anybody was like anticipating. But that Giants Titans game, like I don't I don't understand that at all, at all. It's, uh, oh God, my computer's being so slow today. But yeah, so now do you want to talk about your team or do you want to avoid it for longer? Let's do it now. <laughs> so we, when we were doing our week one preview and even when we were doing our NFL preview, we said the biggest issue would be the Patriots trying to score any type of points or offense or offense was going to be the number one issue. And boy, was that proven right. Scoring seven points against the Dolphins. You watched that entire game, Casino. What did you see? Um, I mean, the main issue, yeah, we're, we have some lack of weapons, um, as we've talked about before, but uh... I, the main issue is the Pats. They don't that O line. They let they just let everybody get to Mac Jones. They didn't even have to rush six guys. They were getting penetration with four. Um, like that that fumble, for instance, uh, for Mac Jones that led to the the, the fumble recovery and touchdown. Um, we had Trent Brown totally blew his assignment on the edge rusher coming around. They had three guys on one on one defensive lineman, and then he realized. And when he realized it was way too late and he came around and Mac Jones didn't see it coming. Um, so I think that was honestly the biggest issue. I think our defense played 
what I kind of expected it to play, but our offense wasn't able to keep any time on the field to keep the defense our you know, the past, I say hours, but the Pat's defense off the field to give them some break. So uh, yeah, the offense is 100% the issue as we predicted. As everybody knew it would because they're having a defensive coordinator call the offensive plays. I mean, Mac Jones, he was 21 for 30, 213 yards, a touchdown and INT. That's the completion percentage is there, but yards, I always hate yards as a stat because that's pretty much meaningless. Like you, like the top, I just saw the stat where like the top five uh, passing leaders this week, like four of them lost their game. So it's like, who cares? Especially when it's games where it's like a blowout and you just get a bunch of garbage yards at the end. And it's like, oh, this guy threw for 350 and like 200 of them were in the fourth quarter when the game was done. So it's like, who gives a shit about that? But it's like, mostly it was your I mean you had no rushing it was Damian Harris nine carries 48 yards Ramondre Stevenson eight carries for 25 yards so that's an average of five yards and three yards and then nobody else and again your issue was going to be the receiving core which my guy Nelson Aguilar three receptions 28 yards nothing Johnu Smith three for 31 nothing Kendrick board one for 41 and then Jacoby Myers four for 55, like nothing. And you know, what's crazy with the Kendrick Bourne thing is uh, I believe he only played two snaps the entire game. <laughs> and he had, and one of those was a catch for 41 yards and a touchdown. So yeah. And then the dolphins, I mean, Tua looked good. He, but they also did what, I was saying, I mean, I'm not saying I called it or anything, but with Tyree Kill, they did a lot of bubble say, say that, say they did that a lot you of slams. Because, say that you called it because uh, we didn't call much else. So <laughs> give yourself some props on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so what did he fit? Um, uh, 94 yards, eight catches out of 12 targets or something like Is that what it, yeah. Yeah, and then Jalen Waddle, four for 69. hey yo uh for one touchdown so i mean they got their their receiving they got the ball to their best receiving options but they had literally i mean your defense did stuff the run like 12 carries 25 yards for chase edmonds and then uh, raheem mozart five carries 16 yards so the running backs weren't doing anything their passing game was all right but it's again it's just how you gonna you can stop the run all day you can hold them to 20 points but you're not scoring like that's mm-hmm. the big issue like your defense is fine it's solid everybody knew it would be but the offense is the biggest question mark and those question marks just kind of got bigger right like nobody stepped up there was no surprise none at all like yeah, I always so, remember, do you remember that one year? I think it was the year Casey won the Super Bowl where they started the year and they had Kareem Hunt against the Patriots who like everybody was like, who's Kareem Hunt? And then he just went off for like almost 300 yards. And then it was just like, oh, I guess the Chiefs have a running game now. Like yeah. that's nothing happened there. But so what is coming out of week one? We talked about our biggest surprises. Who do you think, if you just had to give me maybe a handful of teams that you think are at the top of the league right now, who do you think your like top five are? I guess the candidates would be obviously the Bills, uh, 
Let's see. The Bills. So I, I, I'd go. I'd go. Uh, Bills. Vikings. Ben. You. I mean, you were right on that one. Um, and then Chargers. Uh, Broncos. I mean, we'll, we'll get to them, but um, I still think they're going to be all right. But uh, Kansas City. Chargers. Basically, the AFC West. And then you add in uh, Minnesota and the Bills. I, I think that's that's where we're looking at. The um, one big acquisition for the Chargers that we did not mention in our preview of the season or this game is they got Khalil Mack. And he had three sacks. Three sacks. He was hitting Carr all day. Like, that's going to be huge. One side you have Bosa. The other side you have Khalil Mack, like – their defense looked good, like good, good. I I think we underestimated how good their defense is going to be. And then obviously their offense is going to be a top, what, three in the league right there with Kansas City and the Bills. But I honestly think, I think right now it's Bills, Kansas City. Exactly how we ended last year. And then the Bengals obviously like sneaked in to the Super Bowl, but Bengals look uh, bad. They just look, their O-line is, I mean, as bad as it was to start the year last year. And then they kind of figured it out a little, but it looked like it reverted right back. But I don't think, I think in the NFC, it's still wide open with the Vikings maybe as the best NFC team. And then, yeah, AFC, it's got to be Chargers and Bills. Uh, Or no, I'm sorry, Chargers, Bills, and KC. They're all like right there, right there. So I don't really think there's any surprises coming out of that. I don't really put... I don't really give any stock to the Ravens because they were playing the Jets and the Jets look as bad as any team in the league, but the Ravens are right there. I think the, oh, let's talk about, let's talk about that Monday night game. So the Broncos Seahawks ending in the weirdest last minute of the game, like ever, where everybody's like, are they not, why, why are they not going for it on fourth and five? Why are they not calling a timeout? Why are they letting a minute go off the clock to just call a timeout? Everybody was like, they're trying to make them jump off sides, but they didn't even attempt to play. Like it was so, it was so weird. I, I, so, so I wonder, was, uh, were the coaches expecting um, Russell Wilson to kind of take control? Because I mean, that was Russell's whole big thing when, you know, he wanted out of Seattle. He wanted more control over his offense and he wanted to be the guy. Yep. He wanted to be the Manning, the Brady. That's you know, where wanted... the let Russ cook thing came from because yep. he was actively bitching. Like they don't let me fucking do anything. Like, so I'm, I'm wondering if that was supposed to be on him and he didn't do anything. Oh, and that's I, good call. But I, I don't understand why he, they didn't let him go for it on a fourth and five. I mean, he's still Russell Wilson and he's still got a lot. I mean, do do a quick a quick out route to Sutton. You're good. There's yeah, five yards. I mean, well, I, it's I, it's also like who knew uh, we were shitting on Geno Smith. I mean, Geno oh Smith fucking lit him up. Like um, uh, I, yeah. Did you hear his uh, press conference? <laughs> yeah. After that was uh, so that was, uh, pretty funny. Gino Smith was 23 for 28, 195, two touchdowns. And I feel like sometimes the stats lie. I feel like these stats are lying in like the opposite direction. He looked better than those stats are giving him credit for. Yeah. Like he was fucking lighting it up. Some of those passes were perfect spirals in coverage. Like, I I don't know how he, yeah, (laughs) I don't know how he did it. 
And again, the the question mark was how was Russell Wilson going to handle like this new Broncos offense? I don't think the question mark at all was about the Broncos defense. Everybody was like the Broncos defense was great last year. They're bringing everybody back. They didn't lose anybody. They just added to it. Their defense is going to be even better than this. And then they get carved up just by Geno Smith and the Seahawks team that again was in contention at the beginning of the season for worst record in the league. Like who, who thought the Seahawks were going to be any good when they basically were coming in being like, we're in a rebuilding year. Right. But here's the thing. Um, I don't blame the Broncos. The whole team in, in a whole was bad. I don't blame Russell Wilson on this at all. No, I mean, was he his, wasn't was bad. It, was it his fault that, two fumbles happened on the one yard line. No, no, that's bad. And then also uh, 12 penalties for 106 yards. Well, well, when I picked the Broncos as my should not have been close at all. They, they destroyed themselves. I would like to see how bad they get bitched out and they come back and see if they can get their heads on. Cause I mean, they were showing signs of good team. That first drive, they were just like, Oh, I'm going to take it go downfield. I mean, yeah, I mean, the Seahawks got that uh, really nice little toss over. Uh, safety coverage came up. Um, but, uh, I mean, he, Geno Smith almost got wrecked and sacked on that play. You should have wrapped up. But, yep. But you take that aside, that next drive with the Broncos, they just came down and made it look easy. And they just didn't score when they needed to. They didn't do anything in the red zone. No. And uh, like we were uh, – well – I picked, so I picked the Broncos to go to the Super Bowl. The one thing I did not factor in is the coaching. And if, like you're saying, like if that last drive is on Russell Wilson, like that's on him. But the penalties and the not calling the timeout, like that's all coaching. So if they can't get their like those new coaching, yeah. If they can't get their coaching like in check, and also wasn't this Broncos head coach? He was the offensive coordinator for the Packers last year, right? So it was like. Matt LaFleur was calling the play. So like, what was this guy doing? If you're not, if you're the offensive coordinator and you're not calling the plays, like what are your job duties? I don't know. I feel like my overreaction is maybe the Broncos head coach isn't a good NFL head coach. And that's going to fucking tank this Broncos team that has promise. Like, I mean, yeah. This this is a really good over overreaction day because there was <laughs> there's so many games and so many questions on what's going on with I mean I still feel even now even after the games are done I still still feel confident on the picks that I had um, yeah I just I mean week one's always crazy um, especially when it's in division so. Well, also the, so I think like people always dismiss them, but then games always come down to them. Kickers, like kickers had such a rough time in week one. The Jaguars, Colts, Texans, Steelers, and Bengals each had a chance to win their games on a game winning field goal that was missed or blocked or shanked or doinked or whatever you want to call it. But it's just like, quarterbacks and kickers are the two like are they the two most important positions in football like they're the ones where it's like you either literally win or lose games just on those one like that one person 
Like yeah. how many Ravens games have been won by Justin Tucker? Like probably about as many as well, have been win on like game winning drives as Lamar Jackson. Like, well, I mean, I, I, I mean, I know for you, I mean, it was against the Eagles, right? Two, two times, two years in a row where he hit the over the 60, 60 yards to, to win it. Right. That was against the Eagles both times. Right. I don't, I know the Eagles kicker hit like a 64 yarder to win a game, their Super Bowl year. But I don't know. I can't remember. Maybe I'm getting Justin. That no, I, I think that's where I'm getting. Uh, maybe it was the Eagles that did that. Anyway, uh, so maybe, yeah, because I thought the Eagles were involved. So maybe that's what it was, was the Eagles kicker. Anyway, Justin Tucker, he doesn't miss like that. But uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> but uh, now let's, you brought well, him up. Let's get to my team casino. Super Bowl bound? Question mark? <laughs> Just, uh Detroit Lions question mark <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what watching the Detroit Lions or whatever they're real like they're gonna be good I'm not backing down from that at all like there was a period here where in the second quarter the Eagles just like dropped 24 on them and any like in any other team you know there's a handful of other teams that would be like you know what this game's over we're done. Like, let's just pack it in for next week. And the Eagles took their foot off the break and they were just like, all right, let's just coast to the end. Let's go into a prevent defense. Let's not be aggressive and let's just fucking chill. And then the uh, Lions come storming back, make it a game. And the Eagles just barely escape with a 38 to 35 victory. Also the Eagles put up the second most points in week one only behind the chiefs more than the bills more than the lions who put up the third most points but yeah i mean the offense is firing on all cylinders they picked up right where they left off last year which is just having the number one rushing offense in the league in but they do it in a way where i just don't understand how they do it but they're just so efficient with the run like obviously the uh, Jalen Hurts was the biggest question mark coming in. His first week passing performance was still kind of what it was last year, which is like, eh. I mean, he makes some, he made some good throws. He made an absolute bomb to, uh, to uh, AJ Brown, who is, is on my fantasy. I mean, had the exact week you would want your first time uh, new wide receiver to have. He had, Oh, my computer is being so slow. Do you have his stats for this week, Casino? Uh, yeah, let me get to him for, uh, you said for AJ, right? Yeah. Do, 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 do. Let me scroll down to it. Oh, I think I might have. Um, yeah, hold on. Why is it saying, it's saying there's no stats currently available. That's what I'm saying. Why is it doing this? ESPN or NFL website is garbage. I'm struggling with that as well. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm there with them. So yeah, uh, his, his dad's uh, 10 receptions, 155 yards, 15.5 average. Um, yeah, buddy. He, I mean, he was targeted 13. So he had 13 drops misses. Um, I honestly wasn't watching that game closely. I was going back and forth because obviously I got to support my friend over here. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually, why this, uh, why we only have one episode this week instead of two is that I was actually 
in Disneyland with the family and it was fucking miserable. It was 90 degree heat with 90% humidity. It was every day we were there. It was fucking, you were covered, drenched in sweat by 9 a.m. And it just lasted until the sun went down at 8 p.m. It was just absolutely no, miserable. Don't, don't, don't just blame yourself because if, if you were here and we tried to do it, I would have been in the bathroom the entire time doing. Oh this yeah, podcast. you were sick as well. They yeah, had a stomach bug that was not working well with me for about three days. Um, <laughs> How are you feeling so- now, Casino? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Jalen Hurts, eighteen of thirty-two, two forty-three, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, but rushing was really where he's I don't know why people talk about Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray or Josh Allen as like the best rushing quarterback in the league Jalen Hurts led all quarterbacks last year in yards touchdowns he led all quarterbacks in yards and I think touchdowns I don't think anybody got two rushing touchdowns from a quarterback position this week but uh, week one, he had 17 carries for 90 yards and a touchdown. Miles Sanders, 13 carries, 96 yards and a touchdown. So that's why they're the number one rushing offense in the league. They have the best rushing quarterback. His passing is still iffy. This game, he wasn't bad. He was he hit a bomb to A.J. Brown. He obviously, like you were saying, gave A.J. Brown the ball 10 times, 155 yards. Like, Well, I mean, all, all four of your guys' touchdowns were off of rushing. Yeah, all four rushing touchdowns, 216 yards on 39 carries, like domination, just domination. But then again, on the other side, Detroit only had 28 carries for 181. So interesting stat, when they had the number one pick for the Eagles on the field, Jordan Davis, the giant fucking huge man from Georgia defensive tackle, they only allowed like I think it was like 2.8 rushing yards, okay, per rushing attempt. When he was off the field, they allowed 10 yards per rush. So why they – and they were putting him in like third and fourth packages, and like he was like rotating in and out of the field. If you're going to run stop, they're trying to do this like weird bear defense, like 46 kind of like rush Madden bullshit when it's just like (laughs) put four – do a 4-3 defense and just put him, switch him out with Fletcher Cox and uh, Hardgrave and then just fucking stuff the run so you don't get fucking run on for 181 yards in only 28 carries. Like, goddamn. But, yeah. You good? You okay? (laughs) Well, I really think the two (laughs) – if we're going to overreact, I mean, we have to, right? We only have one week one to work on. The two best teams in the NFC are playing Monday night. It's going to be uh, Vikings at Eagles. Like, there can't uh, whoever whoever comes out of that game is the best team in the NFC, right? Because everybody was picking the Packers, and they just got fucking yeah. wall I mean, like just beat up by the Vikings. Uh, I mean, Justin Jefferson, you- the best wide receiver in the NFL. Possibly. Um, so I got to, I got to backtrack now. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'll stand by my pick. I'll stand by my pick with green Bay winning that division, which I, I'm sure I'm wrong at this point. Um, Cause they looked awful 
no defense, no offense um, whatsoever. But uh, yeah, um, I, I, I think that's a safe assessment with Jefferson right now. Yeah. I mean, going through week one. Well, and then we I mean, it's week picked, one, but yeah. We picked Aaron Jones to have a big game. They only gave him the ball five times. And he got, he still got like 50 yards. So he was averaging 10 yards a carry. Why did he only get it 10 to, or five times? Did he get knocked out injured? Was, did something happen? Because why are you going to stop feeding probably the best skill position player? Like, especially now that they got rid of Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers obviously can't run the ball. So yeah, I just, um, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. So, so what do you think is the bigger concern, I guess, for the Packers since we're on them? Do you think it's their offense or their defense? I think they're, well, I just don't, I just think the Vikings just are going to have the best, maybe I think in the NFC, they're definitely going to have the best offense. Like they just have, they have Kirk Cousins who when he's on, I mean, he's on. Like, people give Dak Prescott so much credit, but him and Kirk Cousins always have the same stats. They have the same playoff success. But if we're talking regular season, I don't think you can count Kirk Cousins out. I think the Vikings beat the Eagles Monday night because Kirk Cousins has just always fucking owned the Eagles. Like, he just has. Okay. When he was a Redskin, every time you play him when he's on the Vikings, whoa, he whoa, just fucking whoa, lights whoa, us whoa, up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Huh. Oh, oh, sorry. When he's on the Commanders. When he was on the commanders. Yeah. The command and then the commanders, the, I mean, what waking up Monday morning to the best news ever, which is Eagles giants red or well, almost said it again. Eagles <laughs> giants commanders all tied for first place in the NFC East. Guess who is in last place casino? The girls. The uh, I, guess cow- I, that, I can't say that either. Gotta be right here. <laughs> um, so uh, the Cowboys, uh, well, now Dak is also going to be out for four to six weeks with an injury. Uh, I but was, I thought it was eight weeks was for his surgery on his on his hand. I mean, but again, people are acting like, oh, they would have won that game if he was still in it. They no. were getting their ass kicked until the until he was out, and then Cooper Rush came in, really did nothing, but. In terms of, if we're going back to the Packers, I just think, again, divisional game, first week of the season, I think their defense is going to be fine. But again, they're going to have the same issue as the Patriots. Like, which of their wide receivers steps up? Because nobody had over 50 yards in the passing game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was 22 for 34, 195 yards, one interception. Like, everybody at the beginning of the season kept saying – they have nobody to throw to, but everybody was like, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers. Like, you don't That's have to worry about that. Like, apparently you do. Like, wide receivers are kind well, of important in the passing like game. Post, I didn't like his post-game conference either about uh, press conference where he's – I mean, he he threw to that rookie early on, dropped the pass, and then he didn't throw back to him. Um, with well, Who was it again? Um, that he threw to I don't hear talked about he didn't throw he threw to him in the first quarter guy dropped the ball and then he didn't throw back to him until like the last two minutes of the fourth quarter and it's like if it was any other about that yeah he's like I don't don't care well if it was any other that's what it felt like 
if it was any other quarterback, you'd be like, oh, maybe he wasn't covered. But you know, because it's Aaron Rodgers, he was doing it just to be an asshole. Like, yeah. just to, like, teach that guy a lesson. Because yeah, that's now you who shot he is. His, great, now you shot his confidence. Good luck trying to throw to him next week. Yep. And it's just like any – well, that's also a coaching thing, which is why wouldn't the next – play or the next like series or whatever you try to do a quick slant to that guy or a screen or an end around or just like get the ball in that guy's hand to like be like it's okay like you're a rookie you can drop balls like everybody does unless your name is Larry Fitzgerald like or DeAndre Hopkins like everybody else drops balls and just don't drop the next one like but when you basically have your quarterback being like you fucked up one time. I'm never throwing you the ball again. Like, how's that guy feeling? Like, he's right. got to be like, fuck, man. Like, but again, I just, I don't know. But then it, but then Aaron Rodgers lost a fumble and was intercepted, but, you know, threw new touch, no touchdowns. But the coach isn't like, okay, now you're no longer allowed to throw or hold onto the ball. Like, just a fucking, that's why I've always just had an issue with, uh, Aaron Rodgers just like little Ooh. dickhead moves like that like fuck man like why are you such an asshole right um I'm gonna pause there uh Max screaming screaming okay uh all right three two one all right casino the father strikes again we <sighs> had to take a little break uh my kid is luckily sleeping so I'm still oh, good wait, we... <laughs> We, we are going to start recording in the middle of the night so we won't have to deal with our children anymore and we yeah. can be uh, dads who just uh, neglect our children. Exactly. But they'll be sleeping. but As the way it should be. As yeah. the way it should be. But uh, all right, Casino, you got anything else to add about week one? Um, no, besides, uh, yeah, we're not that good at picking. No. Again, I still stand by my picks. Um, week one flukes, overreactions, like starters are, are getting their full reps all together for a game. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I think really the only team we kind of like undersold is I believe I'll go back and listen. I didn't write them down. I'm going to write the picks for our second week here and then we'll do the total what we have going into week three after week two obviously but i'll re-listen to uh the episode last week's episode where we made the week one picks and write down who we picked but i remember clearly picking the uh i believe i picked the cardinals over the chiefs i'll have to double check that but i think the chiefs are the ones we kind of undersold going into the season but could last thing we'll talk I about mean, week to, a, one. to a little bit we still said that we expect them to wild card it out at minimum yeah but that brings me to my question do you think the chiefs could potentially be better without tyreek hill uh patrick mahomes put up five touchdowns they looked fucking unstoppable no um tyreek hill was their security blanket so i don't think they'll be uh, yeah, I, I don't think they'll be better without him. Uh, maybe the same level without him, but yeah, they're not going to be better. Well, the him. Andy Reid's teams are always the most unstoppable juggernauts in September and October. So let's see what the Chiefs look like when they're, you know, 
five, six games in, because then I really feel like we'll either start to see the effect no Tyreek Hill has or the effect of we don't need Tyreek or maybe they do. So, yeah, but I just think they probably look the most impressive week one that I was like of a team. I wasn't really that high on going into the season because I just thought they lost people on defense. Their offensive line is nothing to like write home about, but man, Patrick Mahomes is just He's the best quarterback in the league. And I mean, is, do you think he's better than Josh Allen or do you think Josh Allen is number one? Mm, um, Obviously, you know, Brady is, I think Josh, I think Josh Allen um, between those two, Um, not saying Mahomes is not great, but um, because I mean, that arm is ridiculous. He can figure things out under pressure. Um, but I don't know. I like the presence of Josh Allen. Like I, I, he's just—he knows when to run. He knows when to be in the pocket. He's just a very smart quarterback. And those are the quarterbacks that I like. Obviously, being a Brady fan, um, you know, I'm not the biggest Eli fan, but I appreciate his brother Peyton. Um, he, they read the game. They understand the game. They can get up to the line of scrimmage. They know what's going on. And I'm not saying Mahomes doesn't. I just think Allen's on a different level. And that's what makes him so entertaining to watch is he looks like he's been playing that position as long as Brady has right now. Um, yeah. Mahomes, again, he's great. He he looks amazing as well. Nothing, but I, I would take Allen if you gave me, hey, you want Patrick Mahomes or Allen right now? I would take Allen. Now, the interesting thing about that is that, uh, what is it? Uh, Josh Allen has never beat Patrick Mahomes in any of their matchups. So that's fair. I mean, I mean, again, not trying to take anything from Patrick Mahomes. He's Patrick Mahomes. Um, yeah. Everybody's there's a lot of people saying that he's going to be the better, better quarterback than Brady. I mean, he's got more Super Bowls to win, but he's looking good doing it. Yeah, I think I just have to take Patrick Mahomes until either Herbert or Josh Allen can beat him in the playoffs. Like, it was all those years. Do they have to win a Super Bowl or? No, just beat him in the playoffs. Because remember, it was all those years where it was like, Peyton Manning is such a better quarterback than Brady. And then every time they played in the playoffs, Brady like kicked their ass. So it was like. Just that thing where you couldn't say Peyton Manning was better than Tom Brady until that one time the Colts finally beat like the Patriots. And then it was like, okay, now we can have a debate. But I just think until then, like it has to be Patrick Mahomes until Josh Allen can beat him. That's like, a good point. I mean, I, that, that, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah. But again, I don't think you can, I don't Which, think there's, it's a wrong answer. Both of them are just fucking insane. Uh, I, I wouldn't put Herbert up there yet. He's got some more to prove, but yeah, I agree. Uh, but all right, casino, let's dive into week two and our picks that I will write down now. So we have the first Thursday night game of the season that is exclusively on prime, uh, Amazon prime, which, oh man, I love that. Amazon love it. Love that. Amazon love how I'm going to be at work during this game. We don't have Amazon at work, so I won't be fucking able to watch it because, the NFL is garbage with how they put their fucking games on these, all these stupid fucking services where it's like, oh, you want to watch all the games? You better have direct TV. No other option. 
to watch the games. Oh, you want to fucking watch a Thursday night primetime game? Like you have to have 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 Amazon prime. Like, Oh, cool. Is it Amazon or no Thursday's Peacock or which one's Thursday? Which one's Monday? No Peacock is for Sunday night football, Sunday night football. So it's just like to, to my point. Yeah. Oh, you want to watch the Sunday night game? It's like you have to have, I mean, it's it's only going to be a couple of years where none of these games are going to be on television. They're all going to be in separate streaming services. There's, uh, what is it, Talk Now that DirecTV, they're going to lose the Red Zone and all the games to Apple or Amazon or Disney Plus. Like, it's going to be a giant shit show. So this is the start of it with this game, with Thursday night games specifically only being on Amazon Prime. So That'll be great how I will never well, be able to watch a Thursday night game now. That's going to really hurt them. I mean, because you know how many establishments that are not going to be able to get that done? That's because, what I'm fucking saying. So so, so there's there's a thing. like So at the establishment that I work at, um, uh, for the viewers, we both work in the service industry. Um, the place that I work at, anytime that we want to say there's a hockey game or something, we try to stream it, certain TVs will lock you out. Like yeah. with, with, with like the ones that they're all connected to the tablet thing and you know um how they set it up is you can't stream like audio will come through but they the video won't come through so anybody that is say the owner of the business has amazon prime and he's going to try to put it on his big system the system itself not saying amazon prime doesn't stop it but the system itself won't allow him to stream the game so you go to a sports bar on monday night or is it thursday which, which ever, no it's just it thursday okay thursday yeah. night uh so thursday night you go to a sports bar oh man i'm ready to watch a football game oh wait i can't watch football what yeah it's gonna be fucking dumb and it's so gonna get even gonna worse to nobody's gonna they're gonna lose so much um in revenue that every they're, they're thinking oh well amazon prime's just gonna uh basically amazon prime and bezos are just gonna pay off the nfl and like oh you know all that money that you're losing for your viewership here you go just take this we want to have as many subscribers as we can yep they don't care about the fans which is ridiculous well no it's well it's obviously about the money like that's why they do all this shit and obviously amazon has unlimited amounts of money from exploiting all their fucking workers so that's a different story That's a for different podcast time. i fucking hate amazon i hate everything about them this is it just add this to the fucking list of things i hate but we said all that to get to the first game and again it's a big fucking game i would like to watch but fuck me right so it's going to be chargers at chiefs afc west probably the two best teams in that division yeah. especially after what we saw in uh, uh this, week one this game could as we said in the in the first podcast this could determine who wins the division. Yeah. This game. And so, you can't watch it. Both teams look good. The Chargers obviously beat the Raiders. The Chiefs destroyed the Cardinals. Who are you picking casino? Chargers or Chiefs? Ooh, um, and also, you have the injury report pulled up. Any big injuries going into this game? Uh, well, I mean, the, uh, the kicker for the Chiefs, he did get hurt. He did, um, um, to my knowledge, I didn't know that he was came back to the game um i didn't honestly watch the chiefs game um but uh 
Yeah, uh, the kicker got hurt for the Chiefs. Um, Which that could be, we saw in week one how important it is to have a kicker. So the kicking game might be the reason why the Chiefs lose this game if it's a close game. Like, having your kicker out week two, like, that's that's rough. Uh, Keenan Allen is, this. these are the big ones for the Chargers, though. Keenan Allen is out, uh, which is, you know, their number one, their number one shot. Every time I fucking draft that guy for my fantasy leagues, he gets hurt. Like it's that one year I drafted him first round and he got, he was out for the season. So, so I, I think I'm going to take, I'm going to take chiefs on this one. Um, they are at home uh, chargers, no Keenan Allen, no tight end uh, Donald Parham. And then also he's out. And then also former Patriot JC Jackson, their new acquire at cornerback. He's questionable. So um, I'm sure he'll, he'll probably play, but will he be a hundred percent? Um, and then, yeah, the Chiefs, uh, their kicker is out for week two. Um, so they got their backup kicker going. And then uh, that looks about it. Yeah. yeah so just but- just, just with that, I'm, I'm going to take the Chiefs. Um, yeah. Going with that. I, I actually agree with you, especially Keenan Allen out. I don't think it'll affect the offense that much, but I also don't think it'll help the offense. Like Keenan Allen's obviously their number one wide receiver. They still have, I believe Mike Williams is the other wide receiver. I can double check that because we learned from last week that I am terrible with just assuming what wide receivers are on what fucking teams, especially with the chiefs the whole time. I still thought, uh, Again, this scandling. year everybody changed so <laughs> everybody changed p- spots don't so. justify a casino don't right. justify me but uh yeah <laughs> so they have whoop, where is dude nfl's website is garbage can i just say that also yeah, I'm going towards the cbs here one now uh so we got the wide receivers keenan allen you have uh carter palmer uh williams yeah so that's yeah. the only name I need to hear. Michael Jesse's in there. But yeah, just based on week one, I mean, both these teams looked, again, we talked about it earlier. Both these teams look like one of the top three or four best teams in the league. I think this is going to be good. But for the reasons you said, Chiefs being at home, uh, Chargers look like they're missing way more substantial, like high impact players, especially if that cornerback doesn't play. So I'm picking the Chiefs as well at home. I think, but I do think if this game is close, it can get dicey with that kicking situation. Like we saw last week, Very much so. how many teams lost potential game-winning kicks, even like chip shots that were just, you know, they made the goalpost closer a couple of years ago. And that's really affected like quote unquote chip shot field goals. Cause now it doesn't seem like anything's a fucking chip shot field goal. There's people missing extra points left and right. So I think we're both in agreement on the Chiefs there pretty much just cause it's at home. Right. If this was in Los Angeles, I might pick the Chargers, but yeah, I'm picking them at home. Uh, Chiefs next up. That's this Thursday night game, which we're recording Thursday morning. So that's tonight's game. Next up, the Sunday games. First game we have to talk about the one and O Dolphins at the one and O Ravens. Who you picking Casino? You watched a full game of Dolphins. So. What are you thinking? Did I watch the full game? <laughs> no, I watched the full game. I'm not a I'm not a fair weather fan. I watched the full game. Um, whew, um I think the Dolphins. Honestly. Ooh. 
Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go that route. Uh, let's see here what we got for injuries. While you're looking that up, I oh, actually sorry. think I'm going the Ravens because, again, I think at home, I think the Dolphins maybe have a little bit more to prove than the Ravens, who have kind of been there, done that with this like team. You know, they are every year we see basically what we saw in week one, which is the Ravens beating up on really shitty teams. When it comes to competitive teams, they kind of, you know, either lose their way in the playoffs or just kind of go toe to toe with them. I think the Ravens, I think Lamar Jackson has something to prove this season, especially with the ongoing like contract kind of lingering there. So, and again, dolphins, I don't trust Tua, even though week one, he looked good. I just don't trust Tua. I think he's going to have a game or two or three this season where he just, you see the limitations on that arm. Maybe Tyreek Hill uh, gets frustrated with not, with not being able to get the ball to him. So I just think Ravens, I think their defense looked good. Their offense looked, I mean, Lamar Jackson and then the Dolphins. I just think there's question marks because again, they only scored 20 points against a Patriots team that didn't look good. Fair enough. Any big injuries for this game, Casino? I'm trying to – honestly, uh, the, the NFL Network one is <laughs> just trash. I'm trying to trying to look it up through the CBS one right now. But Because um, we're really very prepared for this podcast, as you guys can tell. Um, we need to start printing out things because relying on the internet is just terrible. Because I, it's not, it's not our internet. It's the website. Because how is it happening for both of us? But it doesn't matter. We can go on to the next game, the zero and one Jets at the shockingly one and zero Browns, led by, uh, led by your former Patriot quarterback Jacoby Brissett, who outdueled Baker Mayfield in Week One and the Panthers, which was one of those things that I thought. Maybe not shocking because I don't think the Panthers are going to be world beaters, but I definitely thought the Panthers would be would look better than they did Week One against the Browns. Where I mean, I, we we both picked the Panthers. I do recall that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. No. Um, kind of kind of impressed what what transpired, but um, let's see what we have here. I mean, I still the because uh, you know how they do the stats I mean if we're just going based on week one they have the second uh, they have the second rush offense in the league obviously because they have the tandem of Chubb and Hunt Chubb, Chubb and Hunt I mean we didn't talk that much about Nick Chubb when we were previewing this team or this season or last week's game yeah, but 141 yards god damn I mean Nick Chubb he could be I mean who's going to compete with him for the AFC rushing title probably Jonathan Taylor, who had a great game for the Colts. And then over the whole NFL, we have Saquon uh, Barkley coming back for the Giants. He looked like a monster. We obviously have the Vikings uh, running back. I'm blanking on his name. What am I? What's his name? Vikings Uh, running back. Uh, He's not my fucking. Oh, Dalvin Cook. We have Dalvin Cook. We obviously have the Derrick Henry. It's like, but he's in there. He's in there with the elite. And they have the 31-ranked uh, pass offense, second in rushing defense or rushing offense and defense. So, who are you picking in this game, Casino? Jets at Browns. Browns. Oh yeah, I don't think there's any question. 
Yeah, I mean, there's still the J-E-T sucks, sucks, sucks. I mean, we don't, from a, <laughs> we don't have Zach Wilson. He's being rubbed down by uh, who knows how many MILFs, how many GILFs, how many Cougars, how Gilfs. many... <laughs> How many, maybe not even attractive older women, just older women that are related to people he knows. So I thought that would have gotten back sooner, but we still get Joey Flacco, who... He actually had a pretty good, like, passing rate. Um, I mean, he did one touchdown, one interception, but 309 yards. Like Yeah, but see, that's where yards mean nothing. They <laughs> scored nine points at home against the Ravens, so... We're picking the Browns. Next up, another shocking event to happen last week, which was Carson Wentz actually looked good. Oh, except for the most Carson Wentz thrown interception where he just chucks it directly into a lineman's stomach at the line <laughs> of scrimmage for no fucking reason. Who'd, he was trying to do a screen pass and there's four defenders right in front of him and he literally just like, like tosses it limp-wristed into the defender's stomach and you know other than that he threw four touchdowns I believe but again you get the best and worst of Carson Wentz which is you get that amazing deep ball throw that's a touchdown and then the very next series I think it was or the series before that you just get a gut throw right into the defender's uh stomach and yeah here we are so it's commanders not the redskins versus my detroit lions who you pick in casino detroit lions go one and one they, they win this one um they just I mean, we we talked about how you know your eagles are a much better team and they were still able to go after I mean, yes we're talking you know you, you talked about the run defense whatnot but um yeah, I, I just have Detroit. I liked what I saw. Um, and again, we've talked about, and you personally have talked about Wentz and how up and down he can be. Um, and uh, Swift is going to be a much better threat than um, uh, than Gibson. Uh, I do think that I'm going to go with the Lions. Uh, you know what? I actually agree with you. So the commanders at this moment are the fourth ranked passing offense. And that's because last week, again, Wentz had a good game. He was 66% completion percentage, 313 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions, that one interception, the most Carson Wentz interception of all time. But again, he's going to have games where he puts up four or five touchdowns and then he's going to have games where he puts up one touchdowns and turns the ball over four times. I don't think that'll be this game with the lions, but that lions team is no joke. They fight hard. They look exactly like they did last year, which again, I thought they were a better team last year than their record uh, turned out to be. I'm also picking the Detroit lions at home to upset question mark the no uh, the lions are favored the, the lions are favored uh by one and a half currently really yeah see i think that's the carson wentz effect i really do i just feel like <laughs> nobody feels comfortable betting on carson wentz because again he can have a game where he turns the ball over 
he gets sacked five times. He fumbles twice. He throws two interceptions. And you're just like, what is this dude doing? Like, what is he doing? And then you realize he's just Carson Wentz. Next up, we have Indianapolis Colts, the 0-0-1 Indianapolis Colts, which is the ugliest uh, record I've ever seen in my life. 0-0-1 is garbage. Ooh. It should never be allowed to happen. But we have the Indianapolis Colts, led by Matt Ryan, at the Jacksonville Jaguars, led by my former coach, Doug Peterson, and Trevor Lawrence, who you got, Casito? I mean, I don't know. The Colts tying with the Texans. Like, Dude, David Mills, he can oof. play. He's very underrated at quarterback. I mean, and, and so then you got to think, uh, who knocked Indy out of the playoffs? in 2021 the jacksonville jacksonville jaguars so i mean but coming on in I, was it a fluke ah, man um well no they there was there's this weird stat where like the jacksonville jaguars are like six and oh against the colts in their last six meetings like some for some reason they just own the colts and especially with this being at home at jacksonville like i'm going uh, jacksonville I think I am too. I think I just convinced myself like, I mean, Matt Ryan didn't look bad. Again, he, they, as of today, the Colts have the number one offense in the league. They have their second in passing, sixth in rushing. And Jonathan Taylor looked like a fucking beast. 31 attempts, 161 yards, one touchdown. And then Matt Ryan lighting up the Texans for 352 yards that are, again, meaningless because they tied with the Texans. So I'm also going Jags. I think the Jags are just improved all the way around. They're 13th in offense, 13th in defense. I mean, another thing, the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since, and to go on to your point, haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. Jesus, we're in 2022. That is crazy. So. Jesus. How is that possible? That was like 2014. They still had luck, didn't they? Luck retired in, I want to say, 2017. So, God, how the hell is that possible? That is the weirdest, like, stat in the league. Who just that, no matter what, the Colts always beat the, uh, or the Jaguars always beat the Colts at home. So weird. Next up, we have... Your former wet dream, your former hero, uh, the love of your life, the Tampa Bay, or should I say the Tom Brady Buccaneers, Tampa I mean, Bay Buccaneers versus... I mean, Tom, Tom Brady's getting ready to be single here. I mean, I'll take him. <laughs> <laughs> I love my wife, but... <laughs> uh, at the Tampa Bay kryptonite of the New Orleans Saints... Uh, the Saints, for some reason, know how to fetty wop fucking Tom Brady and just frustrate him to no end. Do you think that continues in this game, Casino? I actually do. I think the Saints come out on top on this one, even though the Bucks are favored. Uh, reason being, my reasons is, look at how many times that uh, uh, the Bucks got into the um, under their side of the you know their side of this field for scoring. And they had to come out with a field goal. They, they, they couldn't finish it. And 
again, the Saints defense, it's not a bad defense. Um, and then something going positive for the Saints. Um, yes, they, they weren't great, but they had to come from behind and their resilience to come from behind and skid out the win there at the end. Um, I just think they have more drive going into this game. Uh, I think there's too much uh, going on in Tom Brady's personal life, um, which uh, I don't know about you. I don't really want to be one of those podcasts talking so much about the personal life, but we could dab on it where it's uh, it's probably going to affect the game. Uh, I don't know how it couldn't maybe just because Tom Brady's a fucking psychopath and he's able to just compartmentalize like personal life versus football life. But I don't know if I was just, I mean, again, I agree with you. I don't really give a shit about Tom Brady's personal life just from like a covering it standpoint. Like I don't wish him to get divorced from his hot wife or whatever, but if they are on the verge of divorce, like, I don't know how that doesn't affect him right like oh, he just god like that's got to be that's got to be tough to play like especially when everything was probably all good when he said he was going to retire and his wife was like whoa was like, yeah i'm <laughs> yeah. gonna get my man back and he's like nah, 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 nah. <laughs> i'm gonna go back and play some football leave the kids take care of them like and that's what it kind of almost felt like when he he came out of retirement um yeah really it almost like felt like one of those things where he told his wife like i'm retiring and then he announced he's returning and she was just like you didn't tell me you were returning like what the fuck like it kind of feels like that, that was, so that, was that that awkward conversation over some avocado ice cream you know, in the <laughs> middle of the night while the kids are trying to sleep <laughs> and after, he's after their mouth kiss good nights yeah Sorry. And it's just like, maybe that's why Tom Brady couldn't tell his wife because his son was blocking his mouth with his mouth. <laughs> and he's uh, like, no, I'm trying to, t- <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, but my mouth is blocked by our way too old son to kiss on the mouth. It's weird. That's weird. I don't care. That will be a personal thing we can talk about. My son is 10 years old right now. Like I'll give him a kiss on the cheek. I could never imagine like kissing him on the lips. It's weird. He's a, he's a family member. I would never kiss. If I had a daughter, I wouldn't kiss her on the lips either. It's weird. It's weird. Kissing family members on the lips is weird unless it is a stepbrother or stepsister and it is a pornography. Other than that, it's weird. It's weird, Casino. And that also still might be weird. The whole stepbros. Yeah. <laughs> help me step bro help me step bro uh but i think for all the reasons we talked about and just for the recent history like new orleans saints i just think they have this their defense looked damn good last week Look they have a picking top 10 a couple defense. upsets and uh, not actually going with uh, the favorites uh like we did last week and get totally trashed yeah i mean Let's wait till we get to the Bears-Giants games and see if we're really, you know, sticking with the underdogs. But I think the Saints, I think they uh, they looked real bad for three quarters. And then that fourth quarter, they just came back on the Falcons. But people coming back on the Falcons in the fourth quarter, that seems more like a Falcon thing than a opponent Ooh. of the Falcons thing. Uh. So... Who fucking knows? But yeah, I'm picking Saints just because I think they have Tom Brady's number. Uh, next up, here we go. 
you want to put your uh, your balls on the table right here with this pick, Casino. The Carolina Panthers at the New York Giants. We we think in uh, Giants two and zero. No, <laughs> I'm sticking. I'm on the. I'm gonna go no because I just don't think the Giants are that good. If they if they go two and zero, we can revisit this conversation, and uh, I might hang up my hat on this very short career of uh, sports podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. I think uh, Carolina definitely now have some to prove. Like if if you wanted to be taken seriously, you can't lose to you can't lose to these two teams in a row. Dude, imagine losing to the Deshaun Watson Les Browns and then the very next week losing to the Daniel Jones uh, led Giants. Like, again, I don't put any stock in that Giants uh, 49ers or Giants Bears game because, no, it was the Giants Titans game. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of the Bears and 49ers, but I don't know, man. The Giants, so right now, and just it was a based fairly, on... It, was, it, it squeaked out. It was 20 to 21. Yeah, and the Titans were the ones that missed the, the game-time field goal, right? Or was that... I think that was the Jaguars. That was another game. Yeah, but I don't... I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch that Giants game at all. I just kept seeing the, uh, the highlights of it where they're, like, getting closer and closer. And, again, that was just one of those... I feel like that's going to be one of those head-scratching ones we just talked about at the end of the season. Like, how did this happen? It's saying the Giants have the number one defense number one rushing offense in the league i don't think that holds up i don't i don't trust this giants team at all i don't trust their defense i don't trust uh daniel jones the only one i do trust is barkley and yeah i just don't think the carolina panthers lose to this team are we both picking the panthers casino i'm picking the panthers which is another underdog really giants are favored minus two Currently. Oh my God. I would have thought it would be like one, one and, or I, I would have thought it would have been one and a half just because they're at home, but maybe we're, I don't know why we like the Panthers so much. I just feel like the Panthers are better than what we saw, even though they didn't do shit that game for three quarters, but who knows? Uh, next Definitely up, not us. <laughs> I mean, we don't. And, but uh, what are you going to do? We're the only sports podcast. You have to yeah. listen to us. <laughs> uh, Next up, Casino, your team at the, again, another upset from last week, the Steelers beating the Bengals, a division rival, uh, Patriots at Steelers. Who you got? So it depends on who's playing quarterback. I like, I like Jones. I do. I think he's a good quarterback. We just need an O-line to protect him so he can actually learn. I mean, going to, this, you know, second year here, going two years with no O-line, it's really tough to improve as a quarterback. Um, however, um, if he plays, he's also, uh, he wasn't practicing today. He had an illness, um, but apparently he played practice yesterday, even though he's coming off of, he messed up his, tweaked his back in the game one. Um, but now he has an illness. I don't know what, what's going on. If we play Hoyer, I do think that we'll have it, but if we play a sick Daniel or a, a sick Mac Jones, I don't know. I don't think that we could pull it off. Um, it is, I mean, it is in Pittsburgh. 
It's going to be loud. Um, rally towels will be going, but what is the line on this one? Do you have that? Uh, it's actually we're favored. Uh, Pittsburgh's plus two. Ooh. Uh, so I'm going to say New England. Um, just going with Belichick teams. It's very rare. And yes, I know it was during the Tom Brady era, uh, era but it is still very rare for Belichick. And you would think for Belichick to lose too many games back to back. I mean, it's happened with Brady and and all that, but I I still I'm going to go the Pats on this one, not just because they're my team. I picked the Dolphins last last week. I was right there, but I am going to pick the Pats this week, um, and I do think they would even have a better shot if Boyer starts. Um, I know he's an older quarterback, but and he's been in and out of the team four different times. He knows the system. Uh, with without McDaniel's there, he still knows the, the system. He knows the Belichick. He knows the players. Um, so we'll see um, who's going to get the start. Um, but even if it is Mac Jones, they may squeak it out. But uh, Hoyer, I would definitely say let's go Pats on this one. Um, but, yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh, all that being said, from the Steelers' perspective, if you, as a Patriots fan, let Mitch Trubisky beat you, uh, beat a Bill Belichick run defense, I think you should return one Super Bowl. I think that you can't lose to Mitchell Trubisky. He didn't look good last week. He was pretty average. The shocking thing is the Bengals held uh, Najee Harris to 10 attempts for 23 yards. Like, that's crazy because I think he's right up there with Chubb, with Henry, like in that mix of best running backs AFC. in the league, especially in the AFC. But, yeah, I. that being said, I think big game Mitch does it. I think he beats your Patriots and then it's fucking panic mode in New England and you have Big a meltdown on next week's podcast. And hey, it's you glorious. know how many times the Patriots twice Patriots started off the season 0-2 and when they won a Super Bowl. All right. So, I mean, hey, it's good luck for us. Yeah. Who did they uh, who'd they win that Super Bowl with? Because I believe he's tongue kissing his son over in Tampa Bay. Okay. <laughs> uh, so if we do have to return to Super Bowl, can it be the one that we won against the Eagles? Because in my mind, we beat, we we won that Super Bowl. Um, so. Yes, the one from 2004. You're talking about, right? Yes. To McNabb. Yes, <laughs> that's the one you I was can see return. If I get you on that. Yeah. Uh. Uh, next up, we have <laughs> the O and one Falcons, who last week did Falcon things, losing in the fourth quarter after having a big lead. They are going against the also 0-1 Rams who got their ass kicked by the Buffalo Bills. Who are you picking casino? Rams. I don't I, – I this one, the Rams need to return their Super Bowl if they lose to the Atlanta <laughs> Falcons because yeah. Marcus Mariota, I don't know why it's everyone likes 10. him. Minus 10. Jesus. The line on this is minus 10. All right, we are back. Now we have you multiplied. <laughs> yeah. So again, this will change when we decide to record this podcast at 3 a.m. instead of at 2 p.m. But casino ads, look at us. <laughs> uh, this should get us look at this face. This should get us at least one or two more subscribers. Yeah, hopefully. I won't kiss him on the mouth for you sickos. Uh, <laughs> who is winning Atlanta 
at the Rams. I Rams. think we're both agreeing, right? This is Rams, no question. Yeah. If the if the Falcons win this game and the Rams start 0-2 and one of those losses is to the Falcons, I really do think it's panic mode for the Los Angeles Rams. How could it not be? Yeah, man, Stafford don't care. He got a Super Bowl. Yeah, well, he looked rough in game one, so let's see if he can bounce back. I think that's an easy pick, though. I think everybody and their little baby is picking the Rams. Next up, we have the shockingly Owen or the one and O Geno Smith led Seahawks uh, against the shockingly Owen one Trey Lance led 49ers. Who are you picking in this one? Casino divisional oh, game. This is another rainy day. Um, it's supposed to be. And uh, it's eight and a half favored for San Fran. That is um, way too high. It is way too. Yeah. You took. Yeah. It's. And, and you want to know the, the over-under? 41. So what are they thinking? That the Seahawks are just not going to score, like, a point? Did they watch the Monday night game? The Seahawks yeah. looked good. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I, I, don't, I don't know if Geno Smith has two games. Um, but, uh, man, I don't know. I don't know this one. Um, I still want to say the Niners, but eight and a half, that is ridiculous. Oh, um, if we were doing like odds or like if we were doing picks based on the spread, I would pick the Seahawks all day. Like, and you know what? I still think I'm picking the Seahawks. I didn't see, I, the game I am throwing out is the Bears 49ers game just based on the weather. So I don't think you can elevate the Bears or devalue the 49ers, but I also throwing that game out I still don't know what to expect from Trey Lance. I still don't trust Trey Lance. I don't think he's a reliable quarterback. He's not shown me anything in any of the things I've seen him in. And Geno Smith, I mean, people are making fun of him. 82% uh, completion percentage, almost 200 yards, two touchdowns against, again, a good Broncos defense. A Broncos defense that only got better I think I'm going Seahawks with the upset. You know what? I'm I'm going to ride that train. Um, I think Geno Smith is pissed, and I don't have faith in Trey Lance. Uh, he looked really bad. Really bad. Like, again, weather not permitted, but man. Do you, do you think if he has another – if they go 0-2, you think it's Jimmy time? Like, again, how many weeks do they have to go where it's just they get bad quarterback play before they decide, hey, we've had a guy with basically this same team lead us within, what, one bad throw of winning the Super Bowl? Now we got this guy who can't beat the Bears? Like, and then they can't beat a Russell Wilson-less Seahawks team? Like, if they start 0-2 and you're living in San Francisco, how is that not the number one topic coming out of this game? is like, when do we switch over to Jimmy Garoppolo? They like, go back to Jimmy G after after this uh, 0-2 start prediction. You heard it now. You heard it here ooh. on the only sportscast. <laughs> you think they go to Jimmy G if, let's say Trey Lance has a really bad game. Like, really bad game. Really bad, and they lose. 10, 10, 10 for 25, two interceptions. Yeah. One touch, two, two interceptions, one touchdown. No, three interceptions, one touchdown. Let's just make it bad. Okay. 
They go so they have that bad of a game. Do you think they switch to Jimmy G the next game, or do you think they ride it out? They switch. See, I think that I would say they would switch if they weren't coached by Kyle Shanahan, who I think is an egomaniac and thinks he's like this super football genius. I don't think he will bail on Trey Lance just because people will say he was wrong. I think he'll stick with Trey Lance just to try to prove people wrong. So I think we at least get, I mean, if they start like, Worst case scenario, 0-3, 0-4. I think if it gets to like 0-5, I don't know how you cannot be like, throw Jimmy G in there just to see what we got. Like, but yeah, with this one, I'm picking, I'm picking Seattle. I think uh, this will be, according to the line, I think this will be the biggest upset of the weekend. I pick Seahawks all day. All right. I'm uh, with you. Next up. Uh, a game that definitely has less appeal than it did last week because we saw a Cincinnati Bengals team lose to Mitchell Trubisky and the Steelers. And we now see a Cooper Rush led Dallas Cowboys team with Dak Prescott being out anywhere from the rumor is four to eight weeks. So who we pick it in that one casino Bengals uh, at Dallas. I think since he comes out of this, um Elliot he doesn't care to be there Dak's out he was their only saving grace um yeah I I think since he just kind of goes with this win I'm actually as an Eagles fan I'm actually sad that Dak Prescott is knocked out because I only would like to beat a Cowboys team with him as the leading uh, you know, quarterback of that team. I feel like the win doesn't feel as sweet if he's not in it. So I hope him a speedy recovery. I don't dislike Dak. You know, he's obviously yeah, just... Yeah, I don't dislike him. He's just, just my like most... the Cowboys, but uh, I don't dislike <laughs> yeah. Dak. No, he seems like a good dude. I mean, he, he, I mean, he does seem like a good dude. He doesn't have feed me tattooed across his belly, so... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Ezekiel Elliott is the worst. <laughs> like, I hate Ezekiel Elliott. I don't wish an injury on him, but... I dislike him strongly, but yeah, I don't know how this isn't a Joe Burrow bounce back. Joe Burrow had five turnovers last game, but he still did Joe Burrow things where they were within a couple throws of him, you know, winning the game. Uh, There was that one weird goal line, uh, like at the one yard line touchdown throw that was called not a touchdown. And then they chose not to review it, even though if they did, it clearly would have been a touchdown. That was just weird. So they should have won that game, uh, but they didn't obviously because of that weird stuff. And the last minute of that game was weird, weird, but I don't see how the Bengals don't. I think this, I think this might be a blowout to be honest. I think if we were betting for biggest blowout opportunity of the week, I don't know how this couldn't be it, but next up we have the Oh, Oh, and one Texans at the Broncos. So who you pick in casino, don't sleep on David Mills. Don't you do it. This Broncos team just got lit up by Geno Smith. And uh, he is not a better quarterback than my guy, David Mills. What do you think the line's at? Four and a half Broncos. Ten. Get the fuck out of here. What are we doing (laughs) with these lines? 
<laughs> no way. Just wait Ten? till you hear the just yeah, wait, just wait till you hear the next one too. Oh my god. I'm sorry that I cursed uh, in front of you, child. <laughs> we neglect our children and we yell profanity <laughs> in their ears. Um no Denver. I I still think they're a good team. And like I said, they 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 their offense looked good outside of fumbling the ball in one yard line twice. Yeah. Like they 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 looked like a good team. And then just don't make the penalties. 106 yards penalties. That's that's a lot. So there was there was so many chances for Denver to take that win. Um that if if they do that week two, then that whole team needs to be thrown in the fire because that is a ridiculous, ridiculous thing if they go 0 and 2 and they have just as many penalties and fumble and turnovers. But I don't think that's gonna happen. I think uh, they got chewed out. They're probably doing a multiple two a days and Obviously. Yeah. Well, I also think that we talked about Rams panic time. If you're the Broncos and you just spent your entire, what is it? Your entire cap, a bunch of draft picks and everything to get Russell Wilson. And then you lose the first game to the Seahawks and the second game to the Houston Texans, two teams that before the beginning of the season started were in contention for possibly worse roster worst record worst everything in the league and you lose to those two teams starting out like how like how can you have a silver lining of anything you had judy and sutton on the offense you got melvin gordon and williams uh rushing and then you have russell wilson as your quarterback with uh potential top five defense and you're losing to two of the potentially worst teams in the league. Like I love David Mills. I thought last week he actually had a damn good game. 62% completion percentage, 240, uh, two touchdowns. Burkhead looks, uh, I would like to see more carries go to Burkhead. Cause I think he's the workhorse on that team. He's also on my fantasy league this week as a pickup. So let's go Burkhead. Uh, you're my guy, former Patriots player. I know yeah, you love sexy him. Rexy. Oh, <laughs> you sexy love Rexy. Him. <laughs> sexy Rexy. Um, and then we have Brandon Cooks, who is on a different team every year and just always puts up a thousand yards. Like former Patriot. Uh, he, yeah, he's former. Every, he's played for every single NFL <laughs> team at least three times. It's, he's on a different team every year, putting up stats. Uh, I but. Regardless of all that, I'm still going with my preseason Super Bowl pick. I think Broncos right the ship. Uh, you know, ride them, ride them, Cowboys or whatever that dumb thing Russell Wilson was saying in that Instagram post. What was he saying? It was like ride on Broncos or something like that. I don't. I know. didn't hear that. I didn't hear that one. I mean, you are lucky because it was cringe tastic. But next up, we have the Arizona Cardinals at. Our home stadium, Las Vegas Raiders. Who you picking casino? Cardinals looked absolute garbage last week, but they were playing the Chiefs. Raiders look like absolute garbage last week, but they're playing the Chargers. So tough week one matchups. But who you picking? Uh, Cardinals at Raiders. Uh, I'm going with our city, Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah I mean, I'm not a Raider fan, even if uh, I wasn't a Pats fan. And they're a transfer team to this to this 
city. Uh, but no, I do have the Raiders winning it. Um, as you said, they both put, they both had tough teams to play with. Um, I'm just not, I like Kyler Murray a lot. Um, I think what he does, especially with his size, not trying to, you know, downgrade his talent or anything on that, but I just, I don't think he's going to be able to beat um, the Las Vegas Raiders. And again, I still think the Raiders could, again, in that AFC West, either be a wild card, be one of two other two teams to get a wild card, or you know, even win it. No, no. Uh oh, oh no, my kid's going too. <laughs> All right, we only got like three more games, so let's go through these quickly. I think. Uh, Wait, who are you picking? I'm sorry. Raiders. Raiders. I'm right there with you. Raiders all day. I just think, I just think the Raiders, at least they were playing the Chargers and it was still a close game last week. The Cardinals looked like they had already given up first game of the season. They didn't even, some of those touchdown throws from Mahomes were too wide, wide open guys, not within 15 yards of the uh, target. I just think Cardinals look like maybe the worst team in the league last week. And I think that had more to do with the Cardinals than the Chiefs. Uh, Raiders at least held their own with the Chargers, even though it was an ugly game. Uh, Yeah, I think Raiders, I think this is redemption. I think they look good. Potential blowout, blowout potential game here in my eyes. Uh, Next up, we have the shockingly 1-0 Bears at your Super Bowl pick, the Green Bay Packers who looked – Again, the no, only worst I offense. I didn't say Super Bowl pick. Wait, no, they no. weren't your NFC? No, you no, picked the Rams, didn't Rams. you? I just said that they were going to come out of the division on top, which, again, at the beginning of this episode, I said, nah, I don't mean <laughs> wrong, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a man of my word. I'm sticking with it. But um, <gasps> the line. Now, the, the Packers have owned the Bears in Aaron Rodgers' entire career. Right. So what is the line on this one, Casino? 10 they're giving the packers 10 yeah oh my god who how are they who are they scoring how are they scoring it's a it's supposed to be a rainy day in in uh lambeau so so is this i mean i could see this being a blowout if it's the aaron jones game if they just give aaron jones the ball 32 times and just let him run run all over Yeah, this Bears team that looked good against the 49ers, but I again, I feel like that had more to do with the 49ers just and to get so bad. 100%. That's the reason why I am going to pick the Packers in this game. Um, uh, solely on it, if it's going to be bad weather, don't throw the ball, give it to Aaron Jones and let him run it. That's it. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the only reason that I'm picking the Packers here at all. I am actually right there with you. I think, I don't know, Rodgers doesn't look cooked, but he doesn't he just look like he doesn't care? Like, he just oh. looks like he doesn't give a shit. He after, just looks after like... That, after that press conference that he had, he doesn't give a shit. He made it <laughs> yeah. clear he doesn't give a shit. He wants to go off in the jungle, smoke his shit, and call it a day. I mean, which, who doesn't? Who doesn't? but we're not NFL quarterbacks. So I, but I don't think regardless of what the bears do, I've seen too many Packers bears game where Aaron Rodgers just, he said it last year. He owns the city of Chicago. They should give him a key to the city. He owns it. My whole family's from Chicago. They should start calling Aaron Rodgers dad because they're bears fans. Uh, He's their daddy. And I don't think that changes now. 
So Packers win. Uh, Next up, for some reason this week, not opening week, but this week we have two Monday night games, both with East Coast teams, which makes no sense. I thought the whole purpose of two Monday night games was to do one East Coast game, one West Coast game. No, one's on ESPN, one's on ABC. Again, why are you competing against yourself? Doesn't make any sense. This is a dumb idea, but apparently this is going to happen a couple times during the season. Uh, We have the Tennessee Titans 0-1 after shockingly losing to the Giants at the what looks to be the best team in the NFL, Buffalo Bills 1-0. They stomped the Rams last week. Who you got, Casino? I'm going with this wonderful trend of throwing the dime out there. Another 10-point favorite going with the Bills. Dude, I'm doing a 16 parlay, picking every team they have, (laughs) going 10 and picking the opposite. Like, no way. Games, everybody thought the Giants were going to get blown up by the Titans and it was a one-point game. There is no way there's this many 10-point games. Like I'm I'm reading it right here. That is insane. Then again, I'm, I'm reading it off of. The NFL Network. Ugh. So who knows? But and Bills, hands down, not in question, though. Yeah. I still have the Bills. I think this could be the biggest point differential this week. I do think it'll be more than 10, but still, it's crazy how many games are 10 point favorite. Now, my personal game of the week, potentially game of the week, are on Monday night football and then Thursday night football with Chargers, Chiefs, and then this game, Vikings. 0 and 1, or I'm sorry, 1 and 0 oh after oh. smacking the Packers down versus my Philadelphia Eagles, aka Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl or bust. Who you got in this one, Casino? Vikings at Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Oh. Uh, I'm going to go that pick solely off because I love you. Um, <laughs> uh, no, this is going to be, it's only, it's only a two point spread here uh but the over under is 50 and a half um I th- but i think that's fair uh yeah. it is supposed to be rainy but hmm? i think both these teams are gonna smack shit out of each other in the best way i think this is gonna be, it's the 5 30 game uh the buffalo tennessee is the 4 15 uh all uh pacific time but i do think uh philly comes on top out of here um you you know better than me. Uh, I lo- I loved what I saw from the Eagles offense last week. The Eagles defense, again, they went from super aggressive, and then when they thought they had the game in the bag, they decided to go super conservative, and it cost them. I don't know why anyone in the NFL tries to do a prevent defense or any type of conservative defense. It never works. It just gives – it eats up the clock, eats up yards, and then you're – yeah, the game ends closer than you thought it would be. But I think uh, the only one that scares me in this game is Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook. Obviously, Justin Jefferson. I just think this Minnesota offense is going to be way too much for this Ben don't break Eagles defense. I think this is going to be high scoring. I would definitely bet the over in this at 50. You said 50 and a half was the over? 50 and a half, yeah. I would bet this over all day long. I think this ends... Uh, you know, like a maybe a 32 to 35 game like we saw last week with the Lions. But I just Kirk Cousins scares me. He has always scared me. He's always owned the Eagles. Uh, but then again, he's always been bad on primetime. So which one of those cancels out? Which one uh, reigns supreme? 
I'm rooting for the Eagles. I'm actually going to pick the Vikings on this one. I think Vikings come out on top. I think they assert themselves as the number one NFC team, especially with the Rams kind of uh, faltering. So, yeah, there we have it. Week two in the books. A lot of good games this week. I think the Monday night game, Vikings-Eagles is a really interesting NFC matchup. And then we have the Thursday night game. The Sunday games are the ones that are just weird matchups. Like, and games I was interested in, like Bengals, Cowboys have obviously been lessened because of the Dak Prescott injury. And then, yeah, Steelers, Patriots looks to be a good, I think that'll be the game I'll be checking out just for you, Casino. I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested in the Texans Broncos game. Is there any games that are on your radar besides Patriots Steelers? Um be honest every single one that you hit uh i want to see what russell does uh I, I really he needs to he needs to bounce back also interested on that panthers there <laughs> i want to know if we're really just dumb or not <laughs> the giants are legit or are we just dumb um yeah so uh that's one i'm be watching and then obviously the the thursday night and then the late monday night i think those are gonna be the best ones to watch for sure also, two sneaky good games uh, early on in the day is the Dolphins-Ravens, I think could be a fun game. And the uh, I'm really interested to see the Colts-Jags. Like, can the Jags continue just this Colts at-home dominance? And then we get the uh, Brady-led Bucks against the Saints. So can he break the curse of getting his ass kicked by the Saints? But... Uh, do you want to, before we get out of here, that's our NFL picks for this week. Do you want to touch on your WNBA, your Las Vegas aces? Yes, I do. Um, so we are so, recording this Thursday afternoon and they play what game tonight? What They play game three tonight at six uh, against the Connecticut sun. And it is a best of five series in the WNBA. So aces could close out and whew, getting emotional already. I mean, I, back, I'll be fucking watching it because I can't can, watch the Amazon Prime game. They could bring the first professional sports title to Las Vegas. I am so stoked about this. Uh, being born and raised here, i really excited. Um, however, I mean, it is – I hate how the WNBA works it with it where you can't close out in a home if you sweep. Um, so Wait, what does actually, that mean? So the first two games were here in Vegas because we were the, the number one seed and then Connecticut for the next two. And then if it goes five, it goes back to Vegas, um, comes back to Vegas. So pretty much if we don't want to go to five games and, you know, winner take all in that last game, we have to win it on the road here. Um, in, it is going to be interesting playing against Connecticut. Uh, they are a big bruiser team. Um, showed in game one where it was 67-64. Uh, Luckily, Vegas was able to come out on top on that one, but that was their lowest score total of the entire uh, season in a whole. Um, up to in game two, where the Aces came out 85 to 71, where three of their players, um, it was actually a WNBA set um, uh, record there, where three of their players hit over 20 points or more um, with uh, Kelsey Plum, Chelsea Gray, and Asia Wilson. Um, and the Suns, they didn't look bad um, by any means, but they were not, uh, oops, sorry, um, 
like Courtney Williams had a great game. She had 18 points. She was nine for 17, um, nine rebound. Oh uh, no. Uh, and then rebounds um, Jones. She had, uh, she had 11. Um, so there was, they still played a really good game, but once the aces got out in front uh, at the end of that first quarter, it kind of was just the same score the entire way. There's a little bit in the third where the aces or where Connecticut came back up against them. Um, but uh, tonight is game three and I do have the aces closing out um, there. I think it's going to be in, it may be another low scoring game being back in Connecticut. I think Connecticut takes it back to playing their style, which is a low, lower scoring. Um, they, they still have a high point total um, like points per game. Uh, the aces for the season were uh, 90, 90 and a half points and Connecticut was 85 and uh, almost 86 points per game. So they were both high scoring offenses, but uh, um the Connecticut was always better at holding the other teams to a lower, lower point total. But um, yeah, I think aces take it home tonight, um, which would be really awesome for the uh, WNBA and for having a new franchise who's only been around four years. They're one year after the night. So I think this is their, this is ending their fourth season. Uh, take the title. I think it's happening tonight and then i'm gonna go off and cry and uh <laughs> then go party and can't wait they've already announced that there will be a parade if it if uh, the aces take it on again tough feat though because connecticut they're probably gonna uh probably force the aces to play their style of game again which is gonna be a bruiser style um but i just don't think there's any stopping vegas at this point all right. I'm still amazed that you have your hot, hot uh, NBA takes or your WNBA takes. Like, that's amazing to me. Uh, we'll just touch on. Oh, well, your dog wants to talk about the WNBA more, but we'll move on to the craziest, one of the craziest weekends in college football last weekend with Appalachian State beating Texas A&M and then Marshall beating Notre Dame, both unranked teams beating ranked teams. Obviously, Appalachian State famous for upsetting Michigan that one year. And then Marshall, I think famous for that movie, right? Where with Matthew McConaughey, where their whole team what wasn't that story like their whole team died in a plane crash or something absolutely horrible like that but yeah the college world uh oh uh, i watched that whole texas alabama game where texas almost upset alabama came down to the uh fourth quarter end of the game like pretty much down to the wire and yeah just college football i'll tell you what they implemented that uh the, I can't remember what they call it, but where they can get college players can get sponsors and it has definitely evened out and made college football way more unpredictable because why would you want to go on Alabama and be the 15 most popular person when you can go to Marshall and be the number one person with a giant paycheck. So I love what uh, I think it's NIL. I love what the NIL has done for college football and how it just seems like everybody is much closer than they probably should be, like based on how it's been in the past. But God, 
Do you watch any of the college football on this past Saturday casino? Uh, no, I did not. No. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, we would get more into college football, but my child is being impatient and I need to go feed him, him and myself lunch casino. Uh, you got anything else to add before we get out of here? Um, thank you for listening to the only sports podcast out there. Yeah. The one and only, the, the only sports only. podcast. This has been the only sports podcast on the internet, on the web. I'm Will. That's casino formally balls and bros. We'll have new, uh, podcast logo to go with this episode, but yeah. We're still keeping that funky, funky intro, though. Oh, definitely. You know it. And that same funky, funky intro is also our funky, funky outro, which you're about to hear. So, Casino. <laughs> uh, yeah, this has been fun. Uh, until next week, uh, hopefully it's a good week of NFL football. So, adios, Casino. I beat Will.